Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Triborough Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Alonzo. I'm joined by my co-host, Nick O'Brien. Um, and pretty much, we're a Mets and Yankees podcast. The Triborough Podcast, is, or Triborough Subway Line, is a subway line in New York, New York that runs through the Bronx, Queens, and Manhattan. So we're going to be having three sections which are inspired by all three, one for the Yankees, obviously, with the Bronx, one for the Mets with Queens, and then we're going to have a special rotating third section, that's Manhattan, that when we record in the middle of the season, we plan to have an episode for every series, so we're going to have a Manhattan section once a week. We're probably going to do it at the second series, we're not sure yet. Um, that's pretty much it, if you want to take it from there, Nick. Yeah, so uh, you can find us on mostly every social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, all throughout, we're under Triborough Podcast, so Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, again, at Triborough Podcast. But uh, our graphics, like this beautiful profile, was made by my lovely girlfriend under the name of D-A-R-I-V.Art on Instagram. So go check her out and give her some love. Thank you, Daniela. She's done a great job for us so far. But, yeah, that's all it for the socials. You know, we're both very excited to get this started. It's been a little passion project of ours for a little over a year. Um, we started on Instagram, kind of just covering the off-season. But with spring training ramping up, we're really excited to start recording. And uh, one more thing I want to say for spring training, we're going to be doing episode every other week, um, except for the last episode, which could be like 10 days about that in between the last two episodes where it's going to be the day before opening day. Yes. I think that's 31st, I want to say. It's late March, one of the last yeah, days of March. I think the 29th, so opening 29th. day is the 30th. Yeah, so, so that. Um, so yeah, we'll get into it. Now entering the Bronx. Hello, welcome to the Yankee section. Um, pretty much what we're going to be doing for both sections today is we're just going to be doing an off-season recap. We're just going to go through kind of like a timeline of when everything happened, give like our quick thoughts about it, um, then do like a general overarching theme on it. And we're also going to be doing our favorite moves, least favorite moves, most underrated move, and what we think is like the worst move. Um, so pretty much starts with the Yankees on... In November, on the 7th, they picked up Luis Arino's team option for one year, $15 million. I love that move. You yeah. can't see right now. No I brainer. a Severino jersey. Um, I just got a feeling about him this year. Yeah. Just something with the health. You, I, you I don't gotta know. stay healthy. But. Yeah, that's... Um, then after that, they saw, on the 15th, they signed Rizzo to a two-year, $34 million with a $6 million buyout for a third year. So it's 240 guaranteed. Who could have ever predicted that? I don't know. He predicted it. I'm that guy. If you check our oh. Instagram. <laughs> That's another just, like, <laughs> no-brainer. Yeah. Um, He was so good for us yeah. last year and even, like, the year before. Definitely. Great clubhouse guy, great defense. He's literally the perfect guy you want yeah. for that stadium. I, I think the only thing you can ask from him is a little more consistency. Yeah, a little but more. But he, he's a little streaky, but, you know, besides that, no-brainer. But it's also a thing of, like, he's streaky, yeah, but yeah. if the offense around him was more consistent, you wouldn't have – Literally outside of Judge and him, there was, like, no one except 75-year-old Matt Carpenter for, like, right. a month. True, true. So, if, like, the offense around him was, like, fine, then yeah. it's, like... That kind of highlighted Like, if DJ was healthy streaks. and yeah. DJ was, like, that consistent force and you had DJ Judge, 
anything you get from Rizzo is a bonus. So when he's right. hot, that'd be like one of the most unstoppable offenses. Yeah, right. Um, you have anything else on? No, that's it. Then on the 16th, they tendered IKF a one-year, $6 million contract. Yeah. Um, that's not looking that good right now. I still think there's a chance they find some sort of trade, like package him with like some of the guys that don't have options. Right. Yeah. But if they don't trade him, that's like at that point should just not tendered him. Yeah. Um, then in moving to December now, on the sixth they signed Canley, Tommy Canley, to a two-year, eleven and a half million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. I love that deal. Yeah. He's like one of my favorite players. He's so. back, he's, dude. I love. He's a psychopath. <laughs> um. Then that same day, Arson Judge signed with the San Francisco Giants. Big loss. Big loss. Big loss. That, in the heart of the lineup, his yeah. defense. He yeah. was really a clubhouse he, guy. Great clubhouse guy. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be really hard for the Yankees to kind of mm. fill that void, but. Yeah. You know, Thank you, gonna, John Heyman. They're going to have to push through it. <laughs> I love how that's just like everyone, like every chance they get, they just like oh, of make course. sure. It's so stupid. You can't live that down. <laughs> you can't. That's. That was such a big that's mess so up. That's so bad. But um, we digress. Then the next morning, Aaron Judge signed a nine-year, $360 million deal. Who would ever predicted that? I don't know. He predicted <clears> it again. <throat> Checked Instagram. Um, I don't know the exact date. Later was named the captain. Yep. Um, Just... No, another. A lot of these moves are just no-brainers. Yeah, like you can't not bring it, him back. It's things they had to do. Yeah. I mean, can, I feel like Canley kind of came out of left field, mm. but still a good move. Mm. But you know, Rizzo, Judge, picking up the option for Severino, kind of things they had to do. Canley reminded me, like them signing him. It almost reminded me of the Rizzo when they traded for him. Right. Because there was so much stuff about Canley going to Boston, like yeah. there was about Rizzo going to Boston. Oh yeah. And yeah, just yeah. out of nowhere, it's just like, oh, Thank you. dibs. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um. No, and there's a thing I saw about Judge where he was wearing all black to spring training today. Yeah. He, he's in 70 home runs. Yeah. He's in 70. 70. Sure. Barry Bonds who? Um, <laughs> then on the 15th, they signed Carlos Rodon to a six-year, 162 deal. A lot more money than I thought he was going to get. But a lot more years I thought he was going to get. I I knew like five, six, maybe yeah. seven, but yeah. like... We'll, we'll get into that a little I'm, bit I'm fine later. with that, though. Yeah. I don't, for the type of pitcher he is, I am perfectly okay with that. Yeah. Um, next, the same day, actually, DJ LeMahieu avoids surgery. Yep. That's pff, massive. If he's Huge. healthy, that, like, that, this offense drastically yes. improves. Yes, 100%. Um, definitely. And there was also, like, a thing that came out today that he is 100%, yep. not going to be limited. Yeah, saw um, that. Just pff, praying then, for health. The 28th, Lu- Lucas Lukey, Lukey, whoever. I couldn't pronounce his name anymore. either. I don't have to pronounce it. Um, was traded to the Braves for infielder Caleb Durant, Durbin and right-handed pitcher Indigo Diaz. That was just salary dump. Yeah. Around the 40 roster. Yeah. Yeah, Got a couple help. minor leagues for him. You know. I don't, honestly, can't, I don't. Yeah, you can't really ask for much more. My thing with him is that he was a reliever. Yeah. The most important thing to me, at least, about relievers is how they pitch. You either have to be a guy that pitches like three innings or you have to be a guy that's like really good in high leverage right and he's kind of in like that in between yeah. where he wasn't that good in high leverage but he'll pitch like maybe an inning or two right so he's that like so i don't have an yeah. issue i'd much rather they're really good at like bringing up kids they're like pretty solid relievers like yeah. cashman always has like a reliever trade every year right just look at the last couple of years holmes peralta um trevino i think trevino is gonna be really good yeah. you could tell like once matt blake like tinkered with him yeah, it was like a lot better definitely um then these two kind of like go back to back on in january on the third they hired brian sabin 
um, for the Yankees to be an advisor to Cashman. And then on the 5th, they hired former Mets GM Omar Manea as an advisor to baseball operations. I think, from what I've read, they're mostly going to be working the minors. Yeah. I think that's going to be really good because right. they've been really bad with, like, talent evaluations yeah. with the minors recently, especially prospects. How they could have got Garrett Cole from Pittsburgh for Miguel Andor and Chance Adams, but they right. said no. Yeah. I mean, great, great move, I think, for the front office. I think... They're really going to help with that kind of difference between analytics and, you know, actual baseball. You know, two great baseball minds. Mm. So I think partnering up with the analytics department, I think they're going to make big dividends. That's who I feel like they're too over-analytical. Because yeah. analytics, I think, do help. But you can't – you can have, like, the best analytics. But if you give – and this is a very I'm over exaggerating to like bring point. You put a five year old to look at the analytics, the five year old's not gonna realize that more the analytics don't say the whole story. Yeah. Like, yeah, they matter, but like you also need kinda like that old school to like combat it in yeah. a way. It's, to, not, it's like, not the end all be all. Exactly. It's it's, it's a starting that's point. What I'm saying. Um on the fourteenth, Frankie Montas gets shoulder inflammation. At that point he was expected to miss the first month of the season. Um yeah. Later, like about a month later, um, he announced he got shoulder surgery, so yeah, I think he's, probably going to miss the yeah, entire year. Yeah, that's big blow to the depth, I yeah. think. You know, you had Montas lined up as a fifth starter. You mm-hmm. kind of had Herman and Schmidt behind him for depth, but now one of them are going to start, but I think depth is going to be tested pretty early. That tr- if they knew that his shoulder was like... N- yeah. Maybe not this bad, but they knew there was, like, an issue around it. That's, like, come on. Yeah, it's, it's lining up to be one of the, one of the worst I have, trades. I don't know. I still have a feeling about it. Really? Just, like, because his numbers against the Astros are, like, insane. Right. I have a really weird feeling he's going to come back in the postseason and be, like, a 3-4 inning guy out of the pen and just right. be, like, it, probably not going to happen. It's just one of those things that, yeah. like, you have no basis. I have no basis to base this on. Yeah. I still have a feeling. Sure. Um, Then... On this, now we're in February. On the thirteenth, Nestor Cortez diagnosed with a hamstring, uh, hamstring injury. If you're if you're listening, I did air quotes. Um, he was held out of the World Baseball Classic. He's already throwing. Um, yeah, he's already throwing off a mound. It's like, oh my gosh, he's so ahead. It's you know, might unfortunately, it's probably one of those things they just wanted he to was keep never him hurt. out of the WBC. Team USA has been ravaged lately with their starting pitching, but you know, Who's unfortunate. Who's the guy from the Diamondbacks? What's his name? Kelly. Yeah, Merrill yeah. Kelly, baby. You got Adam Wainwright. <laughs> Seventy-five-year-old Adam you Wainwright. Got AL Young, Brady Singer, coming up. So. <laughs> um, no, but he's. I completely agree. It definitely yeah. was just the World Baseball Classic thing because yeah. they like fought to keep Severino out of it, and I right. know they didn't want Nestor. I'm yeah. perfectly as much fun as it would have been to watch them play. I yeah. definitely agree with it. Yeah, you don't want to mess with either of those guys in it. Yeah, I agree. I get it. Um, and then just like another move on the 16th, Marnacho, he has like this weird thing with his shin. Right. They're kind of just like shutting him down for a bit. I think he'll be fine. Okay. Hopefully, yeah. it's fine. I couldn't find out but i know he had a shin injury last year i don't know if it was the same one right hope it's not the same if it's the same one that's like yeah but like, a concerning but you know spring just started wouldn't sky's not falling just yet yeah that's pretty much it for like the recap so far yeah um just like a quick summary they brought back severino rizzo ikf judge they signed canley and rodone 
They lost Ben Attendee, Tyone, Arson Judge, Chad had to get one more in there. <laughs> Chad Green, Chapman, um, Miguel Castro, Simula Castro, um, and York, Matt Carpenter. Matt yeah, Mets legend. Um, Padres legend, Matt Carpenter. I don't really care about any of those guys that I lost. Yeah, I think not huge losses. You know, you basically you basically replaced Tyone with Rodon. Yeah, I'm so, happy about like. Most yeah, of those. Chapman was just. Chapman gone. I'll say this now for my best move. That was an honorable mention. Just not signing, just not, yeah. not signing Chapman. Addition by subtraction. Yeah. Um, Carpenter. Just I just want to like highlight him because we're probably not going to talk about him like ever. Um, <laughs> he's like he has a good story. Yeah. But, like he came back from the injury and he just looked like the worst hitter in baseball. Yeah. Like I probably would have rathered Chris Davis. <laughs> um, uh, Orioles Chris Davis. Not, yeah. Uh, Athletics Chris, Chris Davis with a C, not Chris Davis yeah, with a K. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I think just, it, it was a nice Cinderella story, but yeah. you know, you we'll just, s- we'll see how much he can keep it up in San Diego. I don't, uh, they overpaid. We were talking about this the other day. Yeah, they, that was bad. Um, all right, that. Uh, you have any other comments? Like, someone else? No, I think you know, the subtractions don't mm-hmm. hurt too much, and the additions were kind of what we said, no brainers. Mm. So. Yeah. Um. All right. So just like. The best move, I think, just bring him back, Judge. Yeah. I, you, this you had team to. is nothing without Judge. You had to. Absolutely had the to. captaincy. And, like, there was a thing that this was, like, the first time they, like, seen him in person when he reported today. And every player, like, individually went up to him and hugged him. Right. So it's, like, yeah. and, like Rizzo apparently, like, saw him and, like, ran up to him with, like, a huge smile. So it's Yeah, just I like, think, well, I think Rizzo helped bring back Judge, right? <laughs> dog I saw pictures, that. baby. Yeah, the dog. So, no, I think Judge was... That's how you convince me to do. to do anything. Dogs. Just show me dog pictures. Yeah. How can you say no? <laughs> Dude, it's a how dog. How can you say no? Bro. So, thank you, Anthony Rizzo's dog. Thank for you, Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> yes. Bringing back Judge. But, yeah, had to do it. You know, you can't really replace that bat in that mm. lineup. But. And as I said, honorable mention, yeah. Chapman. Chapman. Um, I thought the worst move, and this could change, but was tendering IKF. Right. Just because you've skipped out on so many star free agents because you believe the kids of the future, kids of the future. Yeah. But let's bring IKF back who made how many costly errors that weren't called errors that yeah. should have been errors. Right. And, like, I still remember that game against Kansas City where he gave Garrett Cole five earned runs. Right. But he had, like, three errors in the inning that were called hits. Yeah. So, you know, I think <sighs> – one of those things where they might have been looking for a trade, but no dice. I still think it's possible. Yeah, you know, who knows? But as of right now, IKF is still around. Do you have any opinions on the worst move? I mean, they didn't, they didn't do too... There was, like, nothing there, like, there was nothing like Stark where it's kind of like, Wow! How could they do this? Yeah, there's nothing you know, like it's controversial. Kinda, yeah, you know that's like the only real. Yeah, you know I think IKF is definitely controversial, but at the same time, it's only six million. Yeah, six million. Essentially, it's a one-year contract. So like, as much as I don't like it, it's not like skyfalling, skyfalling. Yeah, like wow! I can't believe you just did that. But um, regardless, my favorite move was definitely signing Rodon. I yeah. think that was. I think there's. I think Cole. Will be given, will like keep the title ace, but I think Rodon will be like one A, one B type of thing. With Rodon being one A. Yeah. But like Cole okay. keeps like the, the ace, ace title status. just yeah. for like ego. Right. In a sense. Yeah. 
Um, just some numbers. Since 2014, he has the fourth best ERA in baseball, best FIP, best strikeout percentage, second best opposing batting average. If you saw it, it was on the Instagram of the Tribe podcast where all the stats were put earlier. In-depth um, analysis. Check it out. In-depth analysis by yours truly. Um, and then, like, a lot of the quotes you see, too, yeah. were, like, he had one, I think it was today, maybe been yesterday, where he said, Giants fans are invested, but not, like, in New York. Win or lose, you're not going to get booed in yeah. San Francisco. I love that. Yeah. I love that quote. Yeah, he, he I think, he seems like a guy who he's can a gamer. fit in New York. He's definitely you know? a gamer. I don't think the pressure's going to get to him. Mm. I think he's going to feed off that pressure more than kind of feeding mm. off of him. I also think he's just, like, a great guy. Yeah. Where some of you guys may not have seen the story, but, like, how... The Yankees fans Venmoed him yeah. like a lot of money, and he donated to a 15-year-old whose house burnt down. Yeah. So like that's great just guy. like great yeah. guy. Um, Wish he kept the beard. You know, I feel the, like the, the mustache looks all right, but I feel like he just goes clean shaven. I think that looks even worse. I kind of like him more though. I don't know. I think he he should have. Ca- he looks like personally. I, I I do not like the Yankees clean shaven policy. I understand that. You, I like you it like it's it. Douchey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because like it's like because everyone hates it. That's not a Yankee fan. That's right. why I like it. Yeah. Because it, it makes us like oh we're above you guys. Oh well. I can't Yankees. have a beard. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. But no names regardless. on the jerseys. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know who's playing. Ooh. <laughs> um, I'm curious who he's gonna. I was thinking about this. Who is he gonna like lock in with? Like click wise. Click wise. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, right? I think. I, th- I feel like him and Nestor are going to get along. I was going to... I feel like him and Nestor would be such a funny pair. Yeah. But I could also see him, like, messing with Cole. Or, like, him and Cole just nerding the hell out. Right. Um, like, I think yeah. I think Cole and Rodon can be like that Scherzer and Verlander. I was going to like, that We're like, oh, you just went seven innings and struck out ten? I'm going to go eight and strike out twelve. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's going to be a nice competitive fight. Hmm. Between them, you got a favorite move at all? I think my it has to be Judge for me. Judge, okay. Like it, like I said before, it's, it was between it's, Judge and Rodon. Yeah, it's something you had to do. If you let him walk, off season's a disaster. It's I it literally think. goes to an F no matter what you do. Yeah. The only way that you could have made up for it is if like you literally signed like Turner, Rodon, and like made a big splash for like Reynolds. Right. But even then, it's even like, like you're you're losing all the intangibles he brings. Exactly. You know, forget it's about like the clubhouse. Yeah, and I feel like that would decimate the clubhouse. I agree. You know, but like there was this yeah. a little off topic, but there was something I was thinking about how like, and I've said this how like I didn't really want Higgy as the backup catcher. Right. But like the more I think about it, I kind of do. Okay. Because I feel like he's great in the clubhouse. Like everyone yeah. loves him. Like that. So. A guy you kind of keep guy keep around. Unless Wells is like destroying triple a and like he's ready yeah i definitely think higgy should be the backup catcher right um and then the underrated move you could probably guess what this is but bring back hanley yep i love tommy yeah. hanley um one thing i wanted because i, I kind of mentioned it to you but i didn't really give the full details i want you to guess how a combination of red bulls and coffee that he drank a day a day, a day. oh my god you're going off like cups, like and cups this was for of... like six years straight. Yeah, cups, like full like hundred milligram. Like, I want to say like at least eight. It's combined. Yeah. I hate you. Is it exactly it's eight? eight? <laughs> it was six, six Red Bulls and two coffees. That's insane. For six years straight. This, I. 
That's a lot of caffeine. <laughs> Dude, I did the math. It was 866 milligrams of caffeine a day. Something tells me that's probably over the daily dose. <laughs> over the 300. Yeah. I recommend that. Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, no, but I I love Tommy Cade. Like, yeah. It's going to be, I want him to, like, mess with Cole. Right. Like, I really want to see him, like, messing with Cole so right. much. I mean, forget forget what you're going to get from him out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. You know, he's coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. He only pitched a couple innings last year. Hopefully, he'll be good. Mm-hmm. But kind of just getting that clubhouse presence back mm-hmm. and, like, that kind of fun energy he brings, <laughs> I think it's going to be huge. Especially, like, you know, it's a long season. You're going to have your ups and downs. You kind of need that guy to kind of, mm-hmm. like, be there to cheer everyone up yeah. and kind of make everyone laugh. I think it was 2019. That video of him just going around messing with everyone is, like, one of my – they yeah. have to do another one of those. That'd be great. It's, like, there's one other thing I was going to say about it. Um, I can't remember. I know he's no. down to three Red Bulls a day. Oh, he's cutting, there you he's go. cutting back. Good, good. Um, you know, this is actually an intervention for Tommy Family. <laughs> it's in her, Tommy if you're Camley, watching, we all care about you. We, we care about you. you. We love you. It's a safe place. The first step is acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> and knowing that eight Red Bulls a day is not, or eight. 800 milligrams of caffeine is not healthy. Sorry, 866 milligrams of caffeine is not healthy. But um, you know what? You do you. Yeah, you do. We love you, Tommy. Um, That was kind of a shorter Yankee one. Yeah. Just because, like, Oh, wait, no, grades. Yeah, yeah, um, No, but that was kind of a shorter Yankee one. All we really have left is grades. Yeah. I would, I'm curious what you had to say first. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. I'm going to give them a B. Okay. I, you know, Rodon is a good ad. I know we've talked off camera about this. You know my concerns with mm-hmm. him. I think his injuries are not going to be as stark, but mm-hmm. it still does concern me. You know, something else I looked at, his fly ball rate, is almost 45%. Ah. He gives up a lot of fly balls, mm. you know, and short porch, how many of those fly balls are going to turn into home runs? Counter? He's a lefty. Fair. So he'll be more counteracting, like, lefties right. and like, all that. But, um, no, the fly ball rate does concern me. Injuries do concern me. Contract does concern me. That's one of the reasons I didn't really want the Mets going mm-hmm. after him. Besides, like, they would have lost a draft pick going all for him. I just, I don't, yeah. As someone, as the Mets who need to build up their farm system, draft picks mean a lot. I I just don't like. But I just, I hope he's Would you rather build up the farm system or would you rather get that guy? Like who was statistically like a top three pitcher the last two years? Well, we didn't get that guy. But that's what I'm saying. We got Justin Verland. But fair, but like, would you say a draft pick would stop you from signing to like, if he stays healthy, like one of the best like deals yeah. For a starting pitcher for how good they are. Yeah. Because what is that? It was like 26, 27 a year. Yeah, something like that. So it's just, like, the injuries do concern me. Look at what Cole, but, Verlander, Scherzer, DeGrom are all getting. They're all getting yeah. like – Cole's the cheapest at 36 right. out of all of them. So yeah. it's like if he stays no, healthy – and the injuries don't really concern me that much. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff I've been seeing that like his – what's it? Um, his like – what's the motion? It's the mechanics. Mechanics, yeah. His mechanics were, like, really bad, and that's what caused him to, like, have all the injuries. You no, know, like, they've been really, like, tweaking his mechanics to fix him. He's also, like, really getting into, like, biomechanics. Yeah. And, like, all that. So I think it won't be that bad. Yeah. I, he's also, like, a big guy. Bigger guys, typically. Bigger and, like, not as muscular. Let's yeah. Just, we'll be nice about it, yeah. to say. Um, and so those guys typically don't get hurt as much. Right. So it's, like, I'm not really that concerned about it yeah 
I hate that we're agreeing on this. I would give like a B. Yeah. I was like in between a B and a B plus. Right. I'm surprised I, we're agreeing on this. Huh? I hate this. Um, <laughs> I think if they got a left fielder, it would be an A. I was going to say the same thing. Depending on the left fielder and what they give up, I think yeah. it would have been an A plus. Yeah. Like if I, they got like Reynolds without giving up Volpe or like Dominguez or something like yeah. that, then I think that's an A plus. Right. But without the left, I don't think left field's going to be as big of a deal. I don't, I don't think so either. But I think my issue. Stop, stop agreeing with me. My, my issue is with the offense as a whole. Mm. You know, I, I don't exactly trust this Yankees offense. You know? Wrong. Judge is not going to hit 62 home runs Wrong. again. You're right. He's going to hit 70. Right. Sure. But Judge carried this team for majority of the year. Wrong. No. <laughs> Judge carried How can you that say that team? when we have Kyle Gashioka as our backup catcher? My apologies. No, I, I agree. I'm yeah, but Judge carried this offense. You didn't really add anything. Mm-hmm. You're kind of hoping Donaldson bounces back. You know, you're hoping DJ still healthy. Mm-hmm. You're hoping Stan stays healthy. You're hoping Hicks or Cabrera has a good year. Don't even mention A.A. Ron. Sorry, A.A. Ron Hicks. A.A. Ron. And the other thing is, you know, you have Bader in center field. Mm. Bader's going to miss time. Bader, mm. ha- Bader is in... Then they just call it Dominguez. Sure, yeah. <laughs> at what, 19 years old? Whatever. 20. 20, sorry. But... He's not getting called up this year. Yeah. I think the only really thing you're having different from starting lineup last year is Bader in center field and maybe Cabrera in left field. Yeah. I don't you have know? a lineup in front of me, but like it was pretty different. Right. So I think – I don't think – they didn't do enough with the offense. That's my thing. I, my thing is I think it's – I kind of don't care as much. Because you're saying, oh, you got to hope this guy's healthy. You got to hope this guy's yeah. healthy. I mean, you can say that's that for many, everybody. That's how many guys, though, that you list off, like six, seven guys. Yeah. Not all of them are going to get hurt. Sure. Or, like, significantly hurt. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and like you said, it was literally only Judge, but pretty much everyone except, like, Rizzo had, like, career down years. Right. So it's like, I don't really think it's going to be as big of a deal. Like, Stan missed most of the year even when – or he didn't miss most of it, but, like, when he was healthy, he, like – wasn't right yeah. for, like, the entire year. So I think that if he's healthy, he'll get some sort of a bounce back. Right. Um, Glaber was he, – he gets so much more flack than he deserves. Yeah, I think Glaber is a lot better than people give him credit he had for. Two, he had one horrific month that just, like, tanked his season. Yeah. And even in, like, April – whatever, uh, March, April, just, like, because that's the beginning of the season. Yeah. Had, like, whatever. He had, like – he was barely below average. Right. And he also played great defense for a second baseman. So I think – He'll be fine. He's also playing for a spot, so I think that'll, like... Yeah, chip on. He's mm-hmm. playing for chip, chip on, on the shoulder. shoulder. So. I think Donaldson cannot be worse than he was Yeah, I was, I was, that's something else. Donald, Donaldson was atrocious. Horrible. But the year before in Minnesota, he missed some time, but he still had an over 800 OPS. I think it was, like, 830, 820, right. something like that. And then, what, this year he had, like, he was horrible. like 600, he was horrible. something like that. It's like, also a thing of, he was, like, really good until... He got hurt, right. and he never really looked the same. So yeah. it's like, how many times do you, does something like that happen? They're like, oh, they were never really fully healthy, and they kind of just like yeah. came back early. So I think right. he can't be – I'm not sure he like starts every day, but he can't be worse than Yeah, um, he, he'll probably split time between third base and DH, I would think. Yeah. You know, because you got to put DJ somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to slot him but in. But it's also a thing of Stanton. I know. So it's That's, like, I know. It's the other thing. I think – that's why the log jam in the infield might, might be a little bit more of an issue. That's why I think IKF has just, like, gone. Yeah. 
But, you, but even if you get rid of IKF, you're gonna call up Peraza or someone. Peraza, I'm pretty sure Peraza, like, the way it works out, he'll have a spot no matter what. Right. But regardless, you get rid of IKF, just replace him with Peraza, you still have a logjam in the infield, you know? Yeah, still. I don't... I don't... I think that's almost, like, a good issue to have, though. Yeah. Just because you know someone's going to get hurt. Someone's bound to get hurt. Someone is going to get hurt, and then it'll resolve itself. Right. Right. That's right. So it's like... But overall, I think B B is a good grade. B is a solid grade. Yeah, it's not... It wasn't spectacular, but they did what they needed to do. Mm -hmm. They could have improved some other places, Mm -hmm. but... It was close to a B plus. Like, I I was really... Depending if Anthony Volpe is called up in either to begin the season or very early, like March or not March, uh, May, mm-hmm. then I think it's a B plus. I don't think you can grade the offseason based off who you call no, up. No, because that was the plan. Because Fair. the plan was based around that. So yeah. it's like if that plan actually works, that how can you say that wasn't the offseason plan? True. Okay. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, that's pretty much like... B's across the board. I, I got a B plus, or B and half... I got a B, me, a B medium plus. B medium plus? Yes. B medium plus, and me a B. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I got. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, you know, not, not bad, bad. not great. Good, you know, did what you needed to do. Mm. That's kind of that's like the summary, yeah, yeah. I think. Nothing out of the blue, just... Did your business. Mm-hmm. Did what you had to do. And one thing to leave us on, I think you can make the same argument about the Mets with the offense, but we're going to get into it now. We'll get into that We'll next. get into that now. Now entering Queens. Oh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Queens, the Mets section of this podcast. You know, like we just did with the Yankees, we're going to go over the offseason kind of chronologically and then give our overall thoughts. You know, same premise, best move, worst move, underrated move, favorite move. Yeah, yeah. Move. So, without further ado, for the Mets, we started November 8th, picked up Vogelback's option. You know, I think... You can't hate that. You, yeah, you can't hate it. It's you avoid arbit- arbitration mm-hmm. with him by picking up the option, and a lot of people don't realize he he was pretty good on the Mets. He had an eight thirty OPS. He on doesn't the Mets. solve their problem, but no. he's not part of the problem. He's not part. No, he. If anything, he helped a little bit. Because it, it's lefties you guys can't hit, right? Yeah, they had so issues like, with lefties. But that's not but his job. No, like he, he does. He his mashes job. righties. Yeah. So it's like this is DH that's role. Fun. But regardless, next up. Like, the day after the World Series, I think, Edwin Diaz back with the Mets. Mm-hmm. Before free, free agency really started, you know. Got it was, you. like, in principle they agreed. Yeah, and so, you know, Diaz, five years, $105 million. Mm-hmm. Be- Best closer in baseball right now. Yes. Had to do it, one of those things. Mm-hmm. So, really glad we brought back Diaz. One thing I want to say, and I know you're not one of those Mets fans, Mets fans that say Edwin Diaz is better than Mariano Rivera are possibly the dumbest fans in existence. He's not. He's, he's really good, but he's Mariano is... He's literally the greatest closer yeah. of all time. Regardless. When Edwin Diaz... Sorry, I'm not... Go I'm not, I was just going to say, like, when Edwin Diaz is the main... One of the main pieces of... 
probably the greatest dynasty of all time yeah. in, in baseball. Maybe even all sports. Or right. Patriots. But what? Yeah. Second greatest dynasty in all sports. How, then there can be an argument. But regardless, yeah. Edwin Dean's back. Very glad. Great, great reliever, best yeah. reliever in baseball. I'm not denying that. Yes. I'm just saying you can't compare him to Mariano yes. Rivera. Yes. It's ridiculous. Next up, November 18th, traded for Elizer Hernandez and Jeff Brigham from Miami. You might have missed that one. Yeah. But they, just they traded it. Franklin Sanchez and a player to be named later, which turned out to be Jake Magnum. Um, you know, I think they got DF, uh, DFA'd. Both of them, like mm. the week before they got traded oh, okay, for. So, you know, Jeff Brigham, solid relief arm. Eliza and Hernandez. Brigham has a chance to make the bullpen. Okay. He's one of those guys that's probably fighting for one of the last spots. Frank's bullpen spot? Yeah, but Hernandez is probably going to be that Twever. Twever. Yep. Twever. Trevor Williams role, kind of like that swingman, kind of long relief. Mm. Hey, you need to start a day type of thing. So, mm. I don't hate the moves. Okay. You know, Jake Magnum was a surprise. Just a depth move. Kind of? Yeah. Okay. Trading Jake Magnum was a surprise because a lot of people were concerned that they didn't protect him from the Rule 5 draft. Mm. Then he went undrafted, and then he turned out to be the player to be named later. Mm. But, you know, he's a defense-first guy, so it's kind of like center field. center field. So he probably would have solved that fourth outfielder problem, mm-hmm. but he wasn't going to give you much on the offense, I don't he think. He's the greatest fourth outfielder in baseball. We'll get to that later. Next up. Winter meetings, December 5th. Mm. Justin Verlander, two years, 86.6 million. And after losing to Grom, which upset me very much, as much as as people gave him shit for leaving and everything, I miss Jacob DeGrom very much. I walked into the dorm. He was so depressed. I was so sad. I I had my DeGrom jersey on, punched over at my desk. I was so sad. Was it cookies or was it? No, you brought else? donuts. Oh yeah, I brought donuts. So I, 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 I was, I was eating my feelings away. I had a donut, <laughs> but I was very sad when Degrom left. Shout out Glaze Donuts, New Milford. <laughs> very sad when Degrom left, but you know, I, I didn't want them really going after Rodon, mm. like kind of what I said earlier. So Verlander was the next best option, or maybe even the best option. Mm-hmm. So they got Verlander. You know, fits in right with Scherzer. You know, he's turning forty. Mm-hmm. That's a little concern. I think we were opposite on that. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, but I think we were how like I really wanted Rodon, you really wanted Verlander, and yeah. it's just like I mean, worked out. I, I really, I hated the options for top, like top starting pitchers this year. They all had question they marks. They all had yeah. I didn't really like Rodon's injury history. Verlander is forty years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, hope he won the Cy Young, hundred seventy five innings pitch, so like mm-hmm. solid, but still it concerns me. They didn't have to give up a draft pick, which was mm. huge. But, you know, Verlander, you know, he knows his body better than I do. So I trust him and okay. kind of like how he's going to make the adjustments. My only thing is that he didn't pitch in all – right, he didn't pitch in all 2021? I don't he think may so. He came back like late, late in the year, yeah, but I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure he didn't. didn't. Didn't pitch in 2020. So he just pitched 175 at age 39 Yeah. after not pitching for two years. How is that going to like – I know. How is that, that? Yeah, that's something they got to consider, you know. Get, get into it a little later, but Justin Verlander, two years, $86 million. Uh, next up, December 7th, traded for Brooks Raley from the Tampa Bay Rays. Think Thank ne- you. Yeah. They needed a lefty. The trade route is not exactly where I thought they were going to go. You know, I thought someone like Andrew Chafin, who likes to 
even sign with Britain. mid-teams. Yeah. yeah, even Britain. But, you know, trade for Brooks Raley, one of the best left-handed relievers last year. Gave up left-handed prospect Kayshawn Askew. Future Cy Young because it's the race. He has a re- – I don't know if you've seen videos of him. He has a really weird arm slot, which, like, n- no wonder why the Rays like him. He's like he's like a left-handed Darren O'Day type. It's really bizarre. Can't wait for his one and a half year Oh, of course. It's really bizarre. Uh, that same day, Mets picked up Zach Green from mm-hmm. New York Yankees on the Rule Five draft. Okay. Another bullpen guy. You know, he has to stay on the major league roster. Uh, if not, then he goes I think back. He goes Yankees. back to the Yankees. So that's something to look out for spring training. I just want to clarify this because Rule Five can be a little confusing. Yeah. If you are on the if you get like drafted in the Rule Five, you have to be on the team for a complete year, and then if you're on the team for the year, then that team like owns you. I, I like they, they you're theirs. Yeah, I, this, I'll give yeah. like an example of like Garrett Whitlock. He was yeah. on the Yankees, Boston Rule Five. Them they kept him on the roster for the entire year. Now he's a Red Sox. Right. So That's same thing much. with Zach Green. If he stays on the roster the full year, he's gonna be a Met. Like Nestor was but, a Rule Five guy to Seattle. Yeah. Wasn't on for the entire year. Went back to the Yankees. Right. Then that same day, uh, Jose Quintana, two years, $26 million. I liked it. You know, yeah. I, I didn't expect it. I'll get into it a little, in a little bit. But, you know, solid guy. Mm-hmm. He almost had, like, a career year, so I don't think he's going to be, like, as good as he was. Mm-hmm. But he's, he basically lines up as your first starter right now. So, so it's like- solid move. I like yeah. he, he kind of replaced Taiwan Walker. Yeah. He's kind of like that ground ball pitcher. He's probably going to be, like, you know. I think Walker's a little better, but probably just like a little. Yeah. I don't have the numbers in front of me, so I can't. But just like Quintana is just like he's one of, and this is going off name. It's just like, eh. like I know know. underlying numbers and like all that was better, but I feel like I know it's not for price. I mean, like yeah, thirteen a year for two years. What was Walker like twenty? Yeah, Walker got like. Almost twenty. That's also really like, priced. Yeah. That's not. I, I'm. I, I love Taiwan. I think he, he's a great guy. But mm-hmm. for that contract, I'm alright. He's about to throw five no hitters against the Mets. Don't even. <laughs> don't even. You know what's gonna happen. He's gonna have a really good game against him. He, he's a good pitcher. I liked him a lot. But Jose Quintana replaces him. Uh, the next day, Brandon Nimmo, eight years, hundred sixty-two million. Loved it. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Needed to bring back Nimmo. Absolutely I'm loved not, Nimmo. I'm not the biggest fan of it. Yeah, the years was a lot. The, even, I don't even care about the money. Money's mm. whatever. He, I think Steve it's like Cohen does not care. Right, it's like nineteen, twenty a year, something like that. Eight years for Brandon Nimmo. That's that's, that's what concerns I, me. Just because like this is really first year and like one what like is rookie year, second year that like yeah. he's fully healthy. Twenty eighteen was like his really good. Healthy so it's like, season. And if he's gonna be playing center field full time, that's a, a good amount more pressure on his body. That's I mean, he's like, been playing center field the past couple of years. And how has that worked for his health? That you know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't know what his deal with the health is. He can't steal bases. No, I know that's so that's weird. something I wish I could see. But every time he's tried to steal a base, he Maybe gets a injured. Fielder that can't steal a base, or like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, isn't like a ten plus every year. Right, but you know. Nemo, great clubhouse guy. 
I still think he's underrated. He's a great, great player. Great player. He's a great player. It's just the health that, like, yeah, the health does concern me. Deal for someone that that's has, why like, the eight years. Yeah, that's why the eight years concerns me. I think he's going to his age thirty season, so you have him until like he's thirty eight, right? So you know, once he starts declining a little bit, you can move him to a corner spot. But mm-hmm. for now, Brandon Nimmo's a met Permission for life. to go a little off topic. Go ahead. Um, I don't really care about these long deals. Just because, like, especially with the money, just because in the sense of the luxury tax is going to go up every year. Yeah. It doesn't seem like, even though there should be, it doesn't seem like there's going to be a salary cap anytime soon. Yeah. So I don't really care, like, monetary-wise, but more, like, on-the-field production-wise. Yeah. That's yeah, I know. That's why, like, Turner's 11-year contract or whatever it was. Aaron Judge, 14 hate years, that. $400 million from the I, Padres. I, I don't want, okay, I don't want to say I hate the Turner deal. We're going off topic for a go. I don't like the Turner deal. For someone who relies so much on his speed for 11 years. I get that. I mean, who cares if you win a championship with him? That's no one, my no one's going to care. But for a guy who really relies on his speed, 11 years is concerning. I think that I agree and disagree where I like the deal just because they're going all in. Yeah. They got to go all in. Yeah. They added a lot more depth to their pitching. Right. Bullpen and uh, starting pitching. Yeah. You're adding. Wasn't shortstop one of the biggest holes? Yeah, because they had Didi, then they let go of him, then they had Stott. So you're adding wasn't... one of the best shortstops in the game. Probably yeah. top five. Top, yeah. top last three. Last year, he probably top was three. maybe the best. Am I missing someone? Francisco Lindor. Lind- but top two, we'll right. say for now. Um, so you're adding that much more of a presence. Yeah. And he's one of those guys that completely, like, they had such a good lineup, completely changes. Yeah. He, bring, and, he brings a different skill set. And I know Harper's missing time, but he also missed a lot of time last year, too. Yeah, but... This is completely not a this is yeah, not a Phillies podcast. We don't like the Phillies here. I, I don't love like Nick the Phillies. I hated that Turner went Nick to the Phillies. I love because I love Trey Turner, but now I can't. But I digress. Regardless, same day, David Robertson, one year, ten million. Good move. Yankee legend. Like the move. Good bullpen depth. You know, he's probably gonna be the setup guy, mm. a seventh, eighth inning guy out of you know. I don't know how he's still pitching. He's like what thirty like million. Thirty eight. 39 yeah, but he's getting up there in age but hey he had a hell of a year last year he's gonna give you multiple heart attacks maybe um his nickname was literally houdini because he would like it was almost like he didn't know how to pitch unless there were runners in scoring position oh, that's like you literally just like walk the bases loaded and then get the next yeah. three outs and that was like a routine thing for him that reminds me of familia that's what he when familia was not his 2015 self mm-hmm. you know walk walk fly out hit Strike out, strike out. But Ground out. Regardless. He is. Yeah. You'll be scared. I, I liked it. Not a bad move. Good bullpen move. They basically had to rebuild the bullpen this mm-hmm. year. So, you know, like that move. But next up, Kodai Senga. Five years, $75 million. Star from Japan. Moving over to MLB. He does have some concerns, as I'm sure everyone has read. But the upside is there. You know? the, just to, like... Reader, just for the people that don't concern. know. Yeah, so like basically, he does have a little bit injury concern. Mm. I think his arm can be a little bit an issue. Mm. Long you term know. or short term or both. Kind of both? Yeah, but you know, Japan, it's a small. I think it's a smaller ball. The seams are a bit higher, so that you have better grip. Like something he's talked about this past week, being in spring training facility. He said, like, the ball feels slippier. Slippier. Like, more slippery. I get what you mean. So, like, he's, he's going to have to get used to it. Truck. Yeah. 
And then I think the other thing is the Japan mound, I believe, is more slope or okay. less of a slope. It's different. Right. So it's, it's a lot it of things. benefits you, pitchers more? I th- or is it? I think it's, I want to say it's more flat. So it's less of a slope. That benefits hitters then. Yeah. So I think it's just things. You know, the strike zone's going to be completely different. Yeah. It's just things he has to get used to. But mm-hmm. the other thing is, you know, he has good fastball, his ghost fork, and then his other two pitches are like, okay. So mm-hmm. he has like, he's a good two pitch pitcher. That's why a lot of like executives kind of saw him as a bullpen arm. But, you know, ghost fork is really good. His fastball is good. I think I read that his fastball comes in at a weird slot. So sometimes it plays, up. plays down. Down? Yeah. So he could be throwing 96, but it could look like 94. Oh, geez. Right. So that's something that the you got to work on. Right. So it's just a lot of things you have to get used to. But I love the move. The upside is there. It's going to bring uh, Otani to the Mets next year. Um, but I liked it. You know, it's also different because in Japan, for those that don't know, they pitch once a week, but they throw like over 100 pitches each outing. So, you know, in they the. Six man rotations, right? Yeah. That's why they only pitch like once a week. But, you know, in America, it's every five days you're pitching maybe 90 pitches a game. I feel like that won't be as bad, though. Yeah, I think like... that might help him, honestly. Mm. But, you know, a little bit of concern, but the upside is definitely there. My quick TLDR, for my opinion on it, I think that's either going to be a really good signing or it's going to be like a, eh. Yeah. Like, I don't think it'll be horrible just because the money's not that high and, like, yeah. worst-case scenario, bullpen. Right. But high upside, like, yeah. decently low floor. I think so. with their starting depth, which I'll get into a little bit later, I think they can take on this, like, quote-unquote risk mm. with – like, say he's only a bullpen guy, you slot in David Peterson now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think they can take on the risk, but love the move. And then, December 15th, this one surprised me. Omar Narvaez. Uh, it was a, it's a we- kind of weird contract. One year, $8 million, but it's like two-year, $15 million at the same time. With I like think weird th- options. Yeah, weird it's like a player much. option for another one. Very surprising. Because at that moment... They had three catcher, four catchers on James the roster. McCann. James McCant, Tomas Nito, Francisco Alvarez. Now you add in Naraya, so that kind of put a wrench into things. Kind of like, all right, yeah. what are we doing? But, you know, great you defensive guy, I guess, apparently. <laughs> great defensive catcher. Cannot be worse than McCann, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So a little surprising, but, you know, don't hate it. McCant wear Mets jersey. Yeah, any McCant thoughts on play that? for the Mets. I mean, not really. Yeah. Defensive catchers, like, they're always, like, so much more valuable right. than offensive catchers. Like, Yeah. I mean, the other thing is he, he is a lefty. So, you know, he's probably going to platoon so with Nito. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Lefty Nito will probably play against righties. Nope. Nito's probably going to play against lefties. Yeah. Nervai is against righties. So, kind of nice pr- platoon Doesn't there. Doesn't help them with righties or lefties, I meant. Uh, next up, December 20th, out of Vino, two years, 14 and a half. I think, I think he figured something out last year. I don't think he's going to have as good of a year, mm-hmm. but he was incredibly reliable for the Mets All I could year. see is him blowing games for the Yankees and blowing games against the Yankees. Yeah. At 2019, he was like one of the best relievers in baseball. After that, just... Yeah. But 
Jeremy Hefner found something, I guess. Um, I but understand. he had a good year. You know, I, I liked it. Again, had to rebuild the bullpen, so it kind of helped that. He's mm-hmm. your setup guy with Robertson. How much was the money again? 14 two, and a half. Two, I don't like that. But For two years? Again, that could just be PTSD. Right. But. Yeah. I don't hate it. I liked it. Um, <sighs> He's pretty up there in age. Yeah. December 21st. Why are you, why are you a little quiet? Carlos Correa agreed with the Mets after the Giants Dude, fell through. Dude, on the left side of the infield. I know, that's going to be great this gonna year because he's a Met. Wait, I thought he was a Giant. No. Wait, no, he's an Ash. No, he's a twin. He's a twin. So, you know, everyone knows the whole Correa deal fell through. So that kind of put a wrench into things. I'll talk a bit more in a couple minutes. I have a couple thoughts on that and kind of like – how it kind of affected the offseason. But that's when they agreed to the deal. That night, they traded James McCann. Thank God. I, thank unfortunately... You for, thank you for trading him to our division. Yeah, you're welcome. He's starting over Rutschman. No, of course. He's better than Rutschman. Dude, Rutschman sucks. Yeah, horrible. Trade him to the Mets. He is so good. But, unfortunately, I was one of those people saying, oh, yeah, sign James McCann. He'll be fine. <laughs> He was really—he was pretty good with the White Sox. He, was he had juice. He, he was yes. He had a really good year in 2019. Really good year in 2020. Fell off a cliff in 21. 2022, he was injured, but when he was playing, he just was not good. Mm-hmm. So we got rid of him. Got Luis De La Cruz from the Orioles. So, you know, nothing, nothing major, but you know, we got rid of McCann. Mm-hmm. So, salary dump, I think, helps. Kind of paints a clearer picture of the catching issue, I guess, if you want to call that. Uh, then January 10th, kind of, there was nothing really going on because they had to deal with Correa. Mm. Correa deal fell through, signed with the Twins. That was disappointing. That was a saga. That was, that was annoying to follow. But January 18th, fam, one year, $8 million. Fourth outfielder. Would you like to? Would you like to go in depth on that? I'll talk. I'll talk a bit more in a couple seconds, and then the latest move: Jeff McNeil, four-year extension, uh, avoided arbitration. Loved it. Loved this deal. Really good for Jeff. Mm. I think he really, he really found what player he is last year. Mm. Now, twenty-one was a down year. Kind of a lot of things going wrong for him, but you know, won the batting title this year. I think he really found the player he is. I'm, and I'm glad he's going to be around for mm. the foreseeable future. Yeah. And then some other minor deals that kind of should keep an eye on. They claimed uh, Steven Ridings off of the Yankees waivers. Who's that? He's not real. He's not real? He's not real. <laughs> he's a figment of our imagination. William Woods off waivers from Atlanta. They signed Sean Reed Foley, Tommy Hunter to minor league contracts, and Tim LoCastro, along with Danny Mendek to an MLB contract. Mm-hmm. But Timmy. that was just the kind of chronological order. You know, they brought in a lot of guys. They lost a lot of guys. But, you know. The guys they lost weren't even that, like. I mean, they lost. Other than DeGrom. It's they like, lost DeGrom. They lost I mean, Walker. Yeah, they lost Bassett. I forgot about Bassett. Lugo. Trevor May. Trevor Williams. In my defense, I forgot about Bassett. A lot of bullpen guys. Yeah. But. 
you know, you I like, think they did a good job kind of replacing. Guys, kinda, I just don't. Yeah, bullpen. You know what I mean? It's more of a fact that they lost so many guys, like the quantity. Quantity over quality. Right, that they really had to rebuild the bullpen. Which I feel like is kind of good. Which I yeah, which I think I think the bullpen Those got better, better. Yeah, yeah, compared to last year, especially with Rayleigh. Mm. We had Joelle as our left-handed reliever. I think Rayleigh's going to be good. Lefty I wish legend. they got another lefty, but. So How many do you have? One. It's one? just Rayleigh. Really? Yeah. So I think moving on to the best move, worst move, and all that. Best move I think was Diaz. Diaz? Yeah, I think going into the offseason, I think Diaz was their should have been, and I think it was, or it seemed like their number one priority. Because, mm-hmm. like, I talked this off cam- camera a lot. You could not replace Diaz. Mm-hmm. You lose Diaz, the reliever, the elite reliever market, cliff dive. You have Jansen, you have Kimbrell, mm-hmm. you know, so I think Diaz you had, had to do. If you were going to sign out of the big three, I called it, of Nimmo, Diaz, and DeGrom, it had to be Diaz. Mm-hmm. So I think the best move was Diaz. Would Again, you say they got the best two out of that? Or like the smartest two? I think it's the smartest two. The fan in me, or wanted like my love for DeGrom, wanted DeGrom to stay. I thought he was. I really, really did. Nemo jersey? I, I'm wearing my Alonzo jersey. Yeah. I really, my DeGrom jersey is hanging in the closet over there. I don't think it was appropriate to wear it today. But I really, really wanted DeGrom. But that off. contract that the Texas gave... Doesn't he already have tightness? Yeah, he already hasn't thrown because of left side tightness. We're sorry, Ryan. So, yeah. Our roommate, Ryan. Texas Ranger fan. But regardless, I don't want him to be hurt. I want him to be the guy that I know he can be. It hurts to see him go, but it it's probably the cope. best. It does help me cope that he's hurt right now, but I don't want to see him hurt. But regardless, I think you they... You never want to see a guy hurt. Yeah. I think they did get the smartest of the two, Diaz and Nemo. Mm. But regardless, I digress. I think Diaz was their best move. Mm. Um, I thought... It's so tough for me for the best move because, like, there's so many... It's hard to, like, differentiate between best, favorite, yeah. and all that. It's going to sound so weird... I'd probably go with McNeil. The extension? Just purely off numbers. Okay. Just to have a guy like that to extend, what was it, 452? Four, I think 450. Yeah. Um, to, ha- to extend that and to lock him up, I think that was huge because you being able to keep that part of the core for nothing is really going to help you in yeah. something I feel like no one's talking about, the Alonzo extension. Um, how yeah, being It's coming, hopefully. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you being able to like save a good amount of money to then because that money is probably going straight to Alonzo. Yeah. So it's like I think that was like a really good move that no one's gonna talk about. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. No. But yeah, I, I I don't blame you there. I think I I thought if McNeil hit free agency, well he would have hit it a little I think he older. A good amount. But more. I think I think he would have made like fifteen a year. Mm-hmm. I think like fifteen a year, something like that. But only paying him like twelve and a half, so you, you're saving, you and know, like three million there. Like probably like the good yeah. amount of years. It's kind of it's kind of like for four years. Once he, he he's like thirty one, I think. Okay, so it's gonna yeah. bring him to like thirty five. So once he hits free agency, 
you know, they might even just sign him. He's a guy that'll age well. Yeah, a contact guy. Slap hitter. Yeah, I think his his contact ability, his bat, the ball skills is gonna age really well. Mm-hmm. So you know, four years got McNeil. I think think he's gonna be another Met for life. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I would love to see that. He's personally he's my favorite player mm-hmm. on the Mets right now. So I I love this extension. Mm-hmm. So I get it, but I still think Diaz was the best move. Yeah. Worst move. Now, worst doesn't necessarily mean bad. He fits the mold. He hits lefties. He's your fourth outfielder. I really did not like the Tommy Pham signing. That's my favorite move. No. Um... Like, again, he fits the mold. He hits lefties. It's just the guy. Yeah. For a team who he prioritized. Slaps. Don't even. I know the lefty he slapped. Yeah. <laughs> For a team that really prioritized clubhouse, like, quote-unquote, vibes. He just wants his money. Going into 21, you know, you got rid of Stroman, who, if you follow him on Twitter, <laughs> he's, he's a character. For, and then you bring in Fam. I mean, Martin, Andy Martino of SNY said, you know, Mets did their due diligence, kind of talking about, like, you know, oh, Fam's a great guy. You know, he's a great leader in the clubhouse. So I'd love to be proved wrong. I, I don't see I'd that. love to be proved wrong, but the personality does concern me a little bit. Mm. But again, he fits the mold. He's a fourth outfielder. What is it? One eight. It's a one year, one year deal. It's one eight. Yeah, one eight, eight million. Not terrible. I just again, the personality is what concerns me. I was gonna have him for the worst move. Yeah. But it's also one eight. Yeah, it's a one year. If he's that big of a deal, just Steve. Do you really think Steve Cohen gives a shit about eight million dollars a year? Exactly. What he did to Cano. Yeah, you 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 cut him, you trade him, whatever. This one may like piss you off, but I think Nimmo was the worst move. Really. Just because of the, the money, years. the years, yeah, and just because that's like, that's such a question mark with the health. That like, for that much, because it also kind of ties back to the Alonzo thing. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Alonzo or Nimmo long term? Well, that's it. Cause I, know I mean, Alonzo, because he's younger and you know, he's a, he's the better player, but and the injuries are yeah. not even like. Yeah, like he's he's been pretty durable, but Nimmo. You know, his injuries do concern me. Worse is, like you said, worse does not mean bad. Yeah. I just think that I would have gone fam, but I, like I said, I think it was just, like, not that high of a risk. Yeah. But I think Nimmo was, like, a lot. Nimmo was a significantly higher risk, but it's also a significantly higher reward. Right. Yeah. So it's, like, it's more just the, I'm leaning more towards the risk yeah. factor of it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think, I don't think his injuries are going to be too big of a concern, mm-hmm. but, you know, he's He's bound to miss some time, I think, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But, yeah, I, I, I get you it. You know what I mean? The, the years did what was concern it, 21 me. a year? Like, 20 a year. It's, that's, like... Like, not even. It's a, it's a good... Like I said, I think it'll be a really good deal, but it also, like... Because the Mets made so many good moves. Yeah. That's, like, that's probably the one I would... Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, if you didn't sign Nimmo, you get what? You get Bellinger. You get Kiermaier. You put Marte in center. I get what you mean. No. But, yeah, I, I get it from a con- uh, risk concern. Mm-hmm. But and Hey, put Marte in center, put Beatty in right, and then just put Alin- or Correa at third. Anyways. Darren Ruff at third? Yeah, Darren Ruff is going to play third. Darren Ruff is your everyday right fielder. What do you mean? <laughs> but, you know, given his market, Nimmo's market was a lot bigger than I thought going into it. Same here. Because, you know, the, Yan- the, Yankee- the Yankees were in on him, quote-unquote. Really. The Blue Jays were looking at him. 
Mariners were looking at him. The Rockies looked at him for the first week or so. So there were guys. What is a Rocky? Chris Bryant. <laughs> Remember that? He's a Rocky. But I give it a year. <laughs> so Nimmo's market was a lot bigger than I thought, which I think kind of skewed the contract. Kind of like help me with Rodon. Right. So I, I can see it from a risk point of view, but I just I, I don't like fam. I don't like the move, but you know, I, I agree pro- prove me wrong, I you know? Those. Yeah. Like that's me. in a situation where worst means worst. Yeah. But you know, I, I'd like to be proved wrong. Now, my most underrated move may come as a surprise. It's, I think we may have the same one. You could say Dave Robertson. Okay. You could say Jose Quintana. I'm going with Omar Narvaez. Okay. So Narvaez, defensive first catcher. Had an injury year last year. Have you guys year. really had that? In a Defensive while? first? Nito. No, but like, at that level. Nito. Really? Nito, yeah, Nito's fantastic. He was a gold glove finalist. <laughs> well, a, yeah, what, what, what do gold gloves mean anymore? Platinum gloves, baby. But in 2021, he slashed 266, 342, 402, good for a 101 OPS+. Plus. For a catcher, you take that. Right. Dude, and if, you're like, if you have like an 80 OPS plus yeah. with like great defense as a catcher, you And take for that. those who don't know what OPS plus is, it's basically like an average OPS is 100. So the average for that year, I think what, last year was like... 706. 706. So 706 would be 100 OPS plus. OPS plus takes into account the park factors, the offensive averages for the year, and a lot of that stuff. Mm. So it's, it's a good benchmark. I like using it. I think that's that and WRC plus probably. Like yes. Yeah. So one hundred one means he's one percent better than the average. But that also is comparing him to like right fielders, first baseman. Yeah. So and one thing I just want to add, just because I know some, I think most people will know it, but some people may not know it. OPS is on base plus slugging. Yes. That's kind of like the best non-advanced stat. I'd yeah. Say overall. Yeah, you can. It, it can be a bit skewed because you know offense. Yeah, park factors, years. offensive years, the average. But regardless. And something that surprised me when I looked at his baseball reference when they first signed him, 2019 with the Mariners, 278, 353, 460, 119 OPS plus, 22 homers. You can't even say juice balls because it's adjusted to the era. Yeah, and Seattle is like... I just called it era. (laughs) Seattle is like one of the most pitcher-friendly parks. Well, I feel like that doesn't matter. Because it's adjusted to... The 20 yeah. home runs, yeah. But like, you, you get what I mean, though. Yeah. For the OPS side of the So, 22 home runs. He's not going to hit that again. But if he can hit 10... $20 he is. 11. I, I wait, that'd be great. Because <laughs> Nito, Nito's not an offensive guy. He's going to give you, like, three. McCann gave you, like, two last year. Mm-hmm. So, any offensive production from the catcher position is already better than what you had last year and then last year injury i think he did run into some bad luck so b-a-b-i-p batting average balls in play basically when you put a ball into play it takes into account the likelihood of that batted ball it's essentially expected batting average yeah yeah so like it's basically like how well you hit it and it just like says how what you right. should have got, and if that's higher than your actual batting average, that means you got unlucky. Yeah, so if a lower batting average ball is in play, 
can be seen as unlucky. So last year he had a 248 mm. batting average, balls in play. His career is 302. Yeah. So that stark of a difference, you know, he could run, you know, small smaller sample size because he was on because he was injured so much. But it could also be seen, you know, he got a little unlucky when he was healthy. Mm. So, you know, you could he's also, also argue offense was down a lot, so it's yeah. like that maybe even closer to league average. Right. So, and you know, the, the shift is quote unquote going away. So he's a lefty that could help him. One thing, one little quick argument with a shift going away, I don't really think that's going to be as big of a deal as people think overall. It's probably not, no. Because think about it, one, I don't think it's going to have that much of an effect. Think about it this way, too. How, like, you know the saying, rising tide raises all boats? Yeah. If all lefties are going to experience that, it's almost going to cancel out. True. Like, around yeah. the league. And then, you know, his all, uh, defense is fantastic. 89th percentile in framing. You know, you, you're going to need that defense behind the plate. How, much, how long do you have in two years? One year player option for another. Okay, yeah, one year I don't think that's bad just because, like, when it's, Alvarez. like, the robo-umps. Oh, yeah, framing like, is really going to, yeah. like, kind of go uh, Right. That, but, you know, last year. Framing is essentially just, for people that don't know, is making balls into strikes. Yeah. It kind of, like, tricking the umpire. That's TLDR yeah. of it. But, um, McCann... 70 OPS plus in 21. Who? James McCant. Okay, 70 guess. OPS plus. Mm. Marvias can hopefully get you, like, even if he's average at 100. Dude, that's insane for a defensive first catcher to be league so average. So much better. That's insane. So much better. And, you we'll know, his... against lefties, too. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but, you know, 2021, he was also an all-star. Mm. That he's so it's going into 2023, so he's two years removed, not even from an all-star appearance. So I think he's with gonna. With the Mariners, right? That was with the Brewers. Brewers. Mariners was 2019. Yeah. So I think Narvaez is gonna be a lot better than a lot of people think, and I think he's gonna he's gonna be a. I don't want to say like a big factor, but comparatively from catcher standpoint, he's gonna hey, be a big man. upgrade, offensively at least. My um most you're done right? Yeah, go ahead. My most underrated move. I want to see if you could guess it. Robertson. No. Correa. I think. Hear me out on this. Okay. I think that people are looking so much so down on the off season because of everything that happened in Correa. You miss. I'm talking more about missing out. Yeah. On Correa. That is like the. I almost had that as my best move. Missing out on okay. Correa, because think about it this way with. The ankle. There's something that Michael K was saying that his he talked to like a really respected doctor. His ankle can just like snap at any point. It could be right. in twelve years. It yeah. could be in spring training. By right. snap it means done. Career. Yeah. So I think that the money would have been invested in long term, less money for Alonzo. Right. All of that for that that's like I think you guys dodged a massive bullet. That's yeah. why I think it's the most underrated move. Okay. As weird as that yeah, is to say. That, I, was, I was not expecting like, that. It's it's just a thing of, like, you guys dodged such a massive bullet. And I, yeah. even then, Correa's, like, pretty over. He had, like, one good year. Yeah. The hel- We're talking about Nimmo's health. Yeah. Correa's, like, even besides the ankle injury, before we even knew about that, I yeah. even thought Correa's health was. I think he had some back was, problems, too. Exactly. So. And we know how back Makes problems sense. can just uh, sneak up on you, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Mike Trout. Um, I hope it's yeah, okay. so, like that sounds weird at yeah. first when you really think about. I think that was like, okay. like I said, I almost had it as the best move. Yeah, I, so. I was not expecting that. Yeah, but I, I can I can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I'll talk a little bit about Korea in a minute. Mm. But overall, I'm. No, since I went first for the Yankees, mm. what's your letter grade? grade? I think it's an A. I don't want to say A plus because I yeah. really think you did nothing for left like against lefties. I really think a lot of people are gonna give like B plus, like kind of almost a B plus, like high end B. Yeah, maybe just A minus maybe. Of, yeah, just yeah. because of what happened with Korea. I think right. people are gonna look down on the off season, but I think that was like you take that out completely. They had what would you say best off season in baseball? One Who had of a better one. Maybe the Rangers if everything pans out. But that's like so, they have such a big. They're again like very high upside, very low ceiling. Right. So it's like I'd probably say they had the best all right. season. If you take out Cray, and I think if anything, the Cray situation was good. If it yeah. ended up well. Yeah, I, right. I I could see that. I also gave them an A. Mm. So I hate you for agreeing with me. For what? No, you're agreeing with me because I said it first. I wrote it down first. But therefore, I said it first. Th- therefore, I had it first. But you let me go first. I said it first. You're agreeing with me. You don't agree with someone. Like, how can you. How am I agreeing with you when I went first? There's no one to agree with because there's nothing said. And I don't see what you have there. You agree with me because I said it first. So I gave them an A. <laughs> you know. I'm right. Seeing the amount of free agents they had, and, you know, Steve Cohen just said, use all my money to Billy Epler. They brought in so many guys that. Steve Cohen probably has carpal tunnel from just writing just checks. Just writing checks, I know. Seeing what they lost, I think they, I don't think you can give them lower than an A. With the amount that they lost, the amount they brought maybe in. Maybe an A minus. Maybe. Even be, then. Just because they didn't do much with the if offense. If you make a strong argument, I could see an A minus for the yeah. offense. But. Yeah. So, you know, they revamped the bullpen, which I think got better. Hmm. The rotation, you can argue, maybe got a little worse. It's a little more question marky, especially with Senga. Even Quintana. Even Quintana, he's not going to have as good of a year. So you can make the argument it got a little worse, but, you know, Verlander the and Scherzer. Up the, yeah, it's Scherzer more lateral. Me. Just because, like I said earlier about the innings and like yeah, that. Yeah, right. So, you know, that, the rotation has question marks, but overall I think the rotation is really good. Offense, it's really just Nervaez is really, like, the only difference. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like running the same play again. Man. But, you know, you're going to have Vogel back for a full year. He was pretty good with the Mets. Mm. He's going to play against lefties. Praying to God Darren Ruff finds something in him. A little off topic, Guys. is Alvarez a righty or a lefty? He's a righty. Righty, okay. Yeah. Go on. But I'll talk about that in a minute. But I think Correa, I feel like, messed up a couple of things. Because they had to deal with that situation for so long. Kind they kind of they kind of took them out of the free agency scene. They couldn't really do much. Like I would have loved AJ Pollock. Okay, where'd he go? Seattle. Seattle. I would have loved AJ Pollock. How many outfielders does Seattle got? A lot. Of well, they traded away we, Kyle Lewis, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We're, we're not on yeah, Mariners podcast. Regardless, I would have loved AJ Pollock instead of Fam. Mm-hmm. AJ Pollock destroys lefties. He can stand a left field. What do you mean? Like I said, Tommy Fan slaps left field lefties. Uh-huh. But I would have loved AJ Pollock instead of Fam. But, you know, he signed during that whole Correa saga. So, again, it kind of took them out of things. Kind of threw a wrench into things. And, you know, like you said, it might make people look at the offseason differently. But, you know, it was disappointing. But, you know, you have Beatty coming up. 
he's hopefully gonna. I think that may help Beatty. Yeah. In a weird way, where it's like, if Beatty is my thing, is that like, if you can't handle, like, if you get adversity thrown at you and you can't, like, because people are like, oh, how's this gonna affect Beatty? If he can't handle that, that means he wasn't gonna pan out anyway. Yeah. He wasn't gonna. But if he can handle this and put a chip on his shoulder, uh-huh. he could be so much like. Like, look at Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan literally would like stub his toe and use that as an excuse to have a chip on his shoulder. Right. Say so, like, you need to be able to have like that mentality of that. So I think if anything, this will really help you. It could only help Beatty. It could only help the Mets in the sense of yeah. either you'll know Beatty's him or yeah. you can move on. Yeah, and I think. You know, Beatty did have an interview where he was kind of like, not confused, but it's kind of like when they signed Correa, he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I have to move positions now. I took that personally. Basically, he's like, you know what? I'll play left field. You know, it's kind of weird because, you know, I'm a third baseman, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I think he is going to spring training with a little chip on his shoulder. Because obviously, you know, Correa, he's an established major leaguer. Beatty, you kind of really don't know. But... If Beatty has a hell of a spring, I don't think it's that far off to say that he can make the opening day roster. Even Keith Law of The Athletic, mm-hmm. in his prospect analysis, he said, Beatty, you know, give Beatty 500 plate appearances, he has nothing else to learn in AAA. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. when you have executives like Keith Law kind of looking at Beatty and going, he should be starting, mm-hmm. it's something they should consider. Mm-hmm. And with no Correa, they can bottom at third his versatility definitely helps if he does Does, how is he in left is he like serviceable he hasn't played enough to kind of like look at it Mm. he has the arm for it he has a hell of an arm he has a cannon but he hasn't played enough to kind of like judge but regardless arson 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 judge arson judge (laughs) but regardless i think mets have a really good offseason i would have liked another bat you know, I would have liked someone like AJ Pollock. I said this a while ago. I think the Yankees and Mets had very similar very off similar. season. Yeah, kind of upgraded the pitching, upgraded rotation, upgraded bullpen, kind of running back it back. Guys for yeah. offense, and you're relying on young kids. Right, basically. So you know, we'll see because you know you're relying on Escobar to have a better year. Nimmo got to stay healthy. You see how Escobar. I think Escobar is gonna have a good year. Yeah. I really, I like you're re- the Escobar. You're relying on a third baseman to bounce back, or a veteran third baseman to bounce back with right. a decently sized contract. Yeah, and if you know Escobar's struggling, and Beatty's tearing it up in AAA, if he starts there, you bring up Beatty, mm-hmm. you know, and you have Alvarez itching, mm-hmm. itching to get into the majors. So if you really need that pop come June, you call up Alvarez. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I, speaking of Alvarez. I think they're really they're doing the right move. I think with what they're doing with him, they don't want to bring him up as a DH. They want like the full package. Mm-hmm. If he's gonna be up, he's gonna be catching, which I think is the right move. Mm-hmm. So I think he should you start. Just, you want to see us? So I, I like, want to see. I, that's like me with Volpe in the sense yeah. where like he probably needs a little bit of time in AAA just for like more for the hitting, just to like really refine it. Yeah. But I want him so bad. I know. So we'll see, but. Overall, I think the Mets had a good offseason. One of the better offseasons, so Definitely agree. give them an A. Yeah. Yeah. A. A. Now entering Manhattan. 
Hello and welcome to the Manhattan part of it. Um, pretty much what is, like I mentioned in the intro, it's going to be a rotating section. Um, for the beginning, for spring training, every episode, since we're doing like every other week, we're going to have Manhattan in every one. Um, we're going to be using this lovely wheel during this season to pretty much, we're going to have like a lot of different topics on it. We're going to spin the wheel, whatever it lands on, that's what's going to be a topic for the next Manhattan episode. Um, but for spring training, we're going to be doing something special. Um, what we're going to do is we are going to have, we're going to have three main like topics that we're going to do. We're not going to spin the wheel for that at least yeah. where whoever wins the majority of the like topics, they, the other person will get punished Yes. and we have, there's 14 space on the wheel. So we have six punishments and then a winner's pick, whatever it lands on that's what the loser is gonna have to do um we're gonna reveal those slowly as we get into the more deeper in the episodes um pretty much the first one's gonna be divisional standings um we'll explain more how that works out then we're gonna do award predictions and then yes. we kind of have like a bunch of prop bets that we're gonna do like i said whoever wins the majority of it loser gets punished and yeah, yeah. anything else yeah so for manhattan we kind of have the first first Three episodes, three, Not four episodes, much. like, lined up. But in the season, we'll have a bunch of different topics, like Justin said. We'll spin the wheel, and that'll be next week's topic. Hmm. But, you know, look out for divisional standings in the next episode. And if you have any, like, really good topics that we haven't thought of, obviously, let us know. Let we'll, us know, yeah. I'll give you a shout-out. Give you a shout-out. Leave comments. Leave feedback. But, any feedback is, because this is very new obviously yeah. it's not like there's obviously gonna be things you need to iron out yeah. um so anything you have just let us know let us know and yeah we're very excited to get this thing like, started if you want nick gone like just let us know we'll replace it we'll replace him with the, the rangers fan over here yeah i'll just disappear that's fine just, yeah. but we're very excited to get we'll this started Yankees rangers podcast <laughs> very excited to get this started and thank everyone for listening thank you and we'll see you in the next episode